Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Welcome back to the Glow Big Sober podcast. I'm Stephanie and I'm so happy that you're here. I want to talk about eight sober strategies to slay your holiday. A lot of times we're thinking about quitting drinking and we're like, let me get through the holidays and then I'll think about it, which is why dry January is so big. But if you are a woman in my age group, you might be trying to navigate the wine-soaked, booze-filled holiday season, trying to maybe either get sober or take a little break from drinking. In which case, I've got you covered because I'm going to give you eight actionable strategies that are going to help you embrace this holiday with ease and with joy and without the need for alcohol. Strategy number one is to plan ahead. This is huge. If you have a pencil and a paper, get it now and let me give you these to write down. You need to have a time that you're leaving. You need to have a reason that you're leaving. You need to have a reason you're not drinking because people will ask. So if you go to a party and you have those three things right off the bat, you are ahead of the game. You don't have to tell people why you're not drinking. You do not have to tell people anything. You can make up a reason. You can say you're walking with some girls at five in the morning. You all walk every Saturday morning. You can say you're training for a half marathon. You can say you just hired a personal trainer. You can say alcohol gives you a headache. You can say you're allergic to alcohol. You can say whatever you want, but have the reason in advance and write it down and practice saying it out loud. You also want to have a time that you're going to leave because there's often this weird center part of a party, like a lull, like a decision. And it's between when everybody's finished eating and the time where everybody's leaving and getting super drunk. You don't want to be stuck in between that time with no excuse on where you're going, why you're leaving, and what time you have to leave. So you want to know that in advance. You can think in your head like, okay, I'm sure we're going to be done eating at 8. I'm going to say I'm leaving at 8.15 or 8.01 because you've got to whatever, get home and feed your neighbor's cat or give medicine to your neighbor's cat or whatever the reason is, you'll find a good one. If you need more ideas, let me know. I'll be glad to help you. But you don't have to announce to the whole world that you're not drinking and why. You just make something up. No big deal. But plan ahead. That is a very, very big tip. So you're going to have the reason you're leaving early, the reason you're not drinking, and what time you're leaving. Those are huge. That's strategy number one. Number two, create meaningful traditions. You can have your own traditions, you know? You're an adult. Start doing something that makes it a holiday that doesn't involve alcohol. Have your friends over for a holiday-themed craft night or cookie-baking marathon or give back to a charity event with your friends. Do something fun that is building a new tradition for you that doesn't involve alcohol. It'll make you feel really, really good and start to realize that there is life out there without wine. Strategy number three, 
Communicate your choices. Don't be afraid to tell people you're choosing not to drink this December or this January or this November. Just tell them you're not. I'm just not. And be comfortable with that, but also be prepared for people to give you a little bit of hard time. And the reason they do that usually, and I can speak from experience because I was this girl, I would look around the room and if you're not drinking, I would want to know why. It would make me uncomfortable. Do you know why that is? It's because I then had to look at my own alcohol problem. I also was worried that the sober girl was going to see all of my ridiculousness. She's going to see me slur my words, see me make mistakes, because that's what sober people do. They're awake. Their eyeballs are open. So it can be very uncomfortable for the drinker or your best friend who drinks to discover that you're going to take it easy on the booze. It just makes them have to reevaluate themselves, which can be super uncomfy. So it's better just to communicate your choice, have it firm in your fibers of your being. Don't be wishy-washy. Because if you are, it's going to be hard to keep it going when your best friend's like, come on, just have one drink. What are you doing? Do it after the holidays. Like, it's hard to get through that. So make sure that you stand firm in your decision and have communicated the reason for your not drinking, even if it's something that you made up. I won't tell a soul. Number four, practicing self-care. I know this sounds kind of cliche, but listen, if you go and take a walk the day of your party, even like an hour before you start to get ready, go for a walk or dance or do yoga in your living room or run in place, get your body moving, get some sweat going, get endorphins going. Because when you're feeling so good and you're glowing from the workout you just did before you get to the party, you're not going to feel the need to poison yourself with pretty packaged wine. Just get your own endorphins and serotonin flowing and it'll take away some of that craving. Number five, enlist an accountability buddy. Hi, that would be me. That could be some of my group. We have the Sober Vibes Lounge, which... We are so supportive of each other, very connected, and you're welcome to join us there. If you just want to come for the holidays and need somebody to text while you're in the closet of your Aunt Linda's house and you just need somebody to talk to and talk you down from the wine ledge, this is a really important time to have an accountability buddy. So I would definitely recommend my Sober Vibes Lounge group. You can go to my website and find it there. I'm there. We're in a text thread and we meet every Thursday night, but we're also in the text thread. So it's like, hey, oh my gosh, I'm at Aunt Linda's house and she's trying to give me eggnog. What do I do? You can lean on us. And that is what we're here for. We lean on each other. So number five was have an accountability buddy. Even if it's a friend or a farther removed friend, Get somebody who doesn't want you to drink. Like it can't be the best friend that drinks with you all the time because she probably doesn't want you to quit. Number six, alcohol-free alternatives. Oh my gosh, do not sleep on alcohol-free beer, alcohol-free wine, alcohol-free champagne, especially during the holidays. And let me just rest your mind at ease right now. You're not gonna be hooked on those for a few reasons. Number one, they are kind of expensive. Like I think even more expensive than alcohol sometimes. If you wanna go get a six pack of alcohol-free beer, it's not very cheap. So you're not going to get hooked on that new habit. And then also in my case, it makes me a little bit gassy. So every time I even now will be like, oh, I want an alcohol-free beer. I'll think, "Mm, I don't want the gas. Never mind. So you get over it. But in the beginning, especially over the holidays, please lean on those. I don't care if you roll up there with a cooler on wheels, just do it just do it. And also ritual zero proof. Do not sleep on that either. I think that Ritual Zero Proof got me through my first holiday season because I had to go to a couple parties 
And I brought the rum. I brought the alcohol-free whiskey. I made bourbon balls with the ritual zero proof. I made this cranberry drink where I put a sprig of rosemary in there and cranberries with some pomegranate and it was delicious and lime. So make sure that you're making mocktails and that you're like enjoying your life. This is not punishment. This is a gift. Being sober for the holidays is a gift that keeps on giving to you, to the police department down the road, to everybody, like to everybody, to your children, to your parents. It is very uncomfortable, but I tell you what, if you get home from this holiday party that you're thinking about going and you don't drink and you do everything I tell you and you get home and you're miserable and wish that you had drank, send me a text message. But I know that's not going to happen. No one ever said, man, I wish I had gotten wasted last night. No one ever on your drive home from this event that you go to, you are going to feel so proud and like a new light shining on you. It's a miracle and it's a gift. So make sure you treat it like that. This isn't punishment. Don't use ugly plastic cups of your kids. Get yourself a champagne glass and pour your alcohol-free champagne in there and drop a couple of pomegranates on the bottom and enjoy your life. Okay, that's a biggie. I hope you stuck around for that one because I really love that one. And I remember early sobriety, I reached for a cup. I was going to get a plastic cup of water like out of the fridge because I was sober. I didn't know you could drink other things besides wine. So I reach in there and I pull out this ugly plastic little kid's cup. What am I doing? So instead, I grabbed my pretty stemless wine glass and I filled it with ice and sparkly water and put lime in there and dropped a couple blueberries in there and was like, oh, this isn't so bad. This isn't so bad at all. So a lot of times you'll see that it's just about holding onto the glass and not having FOMO and making your glass look pretty. You can even rim the glass. Over the summer, I'm constantly rimming the glasses with um, tahine and making spicy mocktail margaritas. So rim your glass with like sugar if you're drinking whatever. I'm not very good at the mocktail craft making, but definitely experiment. And if nothing else, make sure that you're using a pretty glass. If you go out to a restaurant and everybody's drinking wine, ask for a wine glass filled with club soda and lime. Why not? So that's a hot tip right there. Number six, alcohol-free alternatives. Feel free to lean on them as much as you'd like, and you will not have to worry about coming off of it at some point because you will. You just will. It won't be worth the calories, won't be worth the carbs, won't be worth the money. Eventually, you'll just be fine without it. But in the beginning, lean on them and don't be caught hungry or thirsty. Okay, don't go to these things and not eat. This isn't a good time to be on a diet. Eat whatever you want. Fill up with the sweet stuff. Eat the dessert. You're saving so many calories from not drinking. Go ahead and eat this season, okay? And then we'll talk about weight loss when you join Dry January because we're going to do fitness challenges and walking and meditations and self-care and all kinds of stuff. So we'll worry about all that in January. Okay. Number seven, be mindful of triggers. Everything's going to be a trigger. Everything. Public commercials, your Aunt Linda walking through the door, your stepmom's face, your dad's comment about this, hearing a cork pop. Everything's going to trigger you. 
So just know in advance that it will and it's normal and have some tips and tricks up your sleeve to be able to get through those. And I can totally help you with that too. Make sure you go to vibewithstephanie.com so you can see all the things I have to offer. I would grab that slaying sobriety guide. It's free and it's perfect for the holidays and it'll give you some extra tips. We're all human. Nobody's family is normal. Nobody's family is perfect. But if this is your first holiday, trying not to drink or to cut back, These are some amazing tips to be prepared. So send this to a friend too. Okay, and our last strategy, number eight, is seek support. Don't be afraid to seek support. This doesn't make you have any more of a problem than you already do. It doesn't like seal the deal. I'm not saying you have to go to AA meeting. In fact, I don't think you should necessarily, unless you're feeling the urge to go. By seek support, I just mean find a community of women who are already doing this, who are not getting sober because of shame. They're getting sober to better their lives. They want to be healthier. They want to live longer. They're already walking the walk. Some of the girls in my support group are two years down the road. Some are one day, some are 24 days, some are starting back from day zero. If you join a community of women who are right alongside you in the same thing, some have bigger problems than others. Some just don't want to drink anymore. They don't have a problem at all. You know what I mean? Like everybody's got a different level of where they are and why they're quitting. But the thread that goes through us is pretty much the same. So seek support. Find a group that you can fit in with that has your back. And my Sober Vibes Lounge is that. I went through this by myself. I thought it was AA or bust. And I was like, well, I'm not going to AA. And if you know me, you know why. And otherwise, there's there's a podcast on that. I'm not going to AA. I'm going to have to get sober without it. And I'm teaching my group how I got sober without AA and now so much more. Like we've done so much more personal development and now we're meditating. We're doing all kinds of cool things, filling the void, learning how to set boundaries and forgiveness and just really diving deep in what it takes to get sober and stay sober. So I invite you to join us for that. It is really nice to have a place to call home. Because a lot of times our best friends don't get it. Our family doesn't get it. And it's just nice to have a place that you can, you know, send a message in a, in a text thread from the closet of your stepmom's house and say, I really want to drink. What do I do? <laughs> and they'll give us advice and save money on therapist and save yourself from going to a church basement with a bunch of dudes in an AA meeting. Thanks for being here. I hope that this helped and definitely go check out that free slaying sobriety guide, vibewithstephanie.com. You can join our lounge, even if you want to try it for one month or for just two months or the holidays, whatever it is, you can go to lounge.vibewithstephanie.com and you can join us right there and have instant access to a group of girls who are right here walking alongside you. Thanks for being here. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free Mindset Masterclass, where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this Masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this Masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.